your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Good evening and welcome into The Gathering Radio Show here on the Para-X Radio Network. My name is Stephanie. And I'm Heidi, and we are here for a, here it is, 10-digit Tuesday. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be talking about palm reading tonight. <laughs> There's my oh, tea, I love it. My I love word. It. I love Words. it. Except <laughs> if you don't have 10 digits, then I guess it's just a digits Tuesday, right? <clears throat> Which indeed. <laughs> Thankfully, I have 10, so I can I call it too. a 10-digit Tuesday. So I there do. we go. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited for our show tonight. But how have you been, Steph? Good. Good. How about you? Good. It's Good. been busy, of course, but yeah. that's how it always is lately. I don't think it isn't busy anymore. No. So, but that's it's okay. Crazy. It's crazy talk, both it's at good. home and at work. So, you know, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've been uh, getting a lot of paranormal calls again. Um, mm-hmm. Just, it's so interesting how the last couple of years, really, it hasn't slowed down. You know, mm-hmm. it, the paranormal stuff has just kept kind of being consistent and yeah. uh, which is fine. I just, you know, when it's not good, I guess that's hard for the families that are being affected. Yeah. But um, it just it's interesting how consistent it's been. Yeah. Um, over yeah. the last couple of years. So it is. But, it is. you know. And I think people are more open to it, more sensitive to it. So, uh, you know, and they're, you know, just not just open to it, but more open to talk about it, you know, oh, yes. and reach out for help. So, so that's yeah. been, I'm glad that people are feeling more open to getting help uh, for mm-hmm. it. So they don't just suffer mm-hmm. with yeah. whatever's going on or wonder, not everybody's suffering. Some people are just curious yeah, about what's going absolutely. on. But, yeah. Absolutely. So, but yeah, it's just, it's been pretty busy so jerry gets a lot of calls too i don't he's the one that takes the calls for the sim crew so but he yeah he consistently gets a lot of calls too and we started doing this new kind of investigation which i'll talk more maybe at the next um paranormal smorgasbord but it's really exciting and fun and i'm not sure if anybody does this so it's a whole new area it's awesome it's really fun there's a lot of research involved and um it's fun so we'll have to talk about it on the next paranormal smorgasbord but cool. Yeah. So we'll have a couple of investigations under our belt. But yeah, nice, cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's good. We've had a lot of, um, well, a few more, I should say more, because elemental energies do mm-hmm. happen on paranormal investigations, but yep. we've had some more lately that have been troublesome. And so that's been an interesting little twist lately where they've been really bothersome to people. And usually that's not the case. Usually they kind of do their own thing. But when they come inside, they get in, they hunker down, they get kind of invasive. Uh, They can get invasive. And so we've been dealing with some of those too, which has been kind of a a trick because they don't play by the, ouch, sorry, I just hit my hand. They don't play by the same (laughs) rules that, um, you know, spirits play by, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a challenge. I'm going to take my ring off because I just about took my finger off there. Talk about 10 digits. I almost ended up with nine here. Yeah, see? So it's not um, a 10-digit Tuesday anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so that's been an interesting little twist lately that we've been dealing with with some mm-hmm. folks out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. No, we've, been, we've been having a really good time. And we have a... a Two two newbies on the team who are just fantastic. They are just so awesome. So um, it's just been it's just been a lot of fun. So and the girls we're getting all ready to go north this weekend. So we'll be a little squatching, go squatching, cryptid looking, you know, the whole nine yards. So yeah, and of course, just in time for the you know zero degree weather or whatever. <laughs> oh, is that what's going to come next what, of this weekend? Mm. Oh, up north. Got it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But even down here, I heard it's supposed to be much chillier than it has been, you know, so. Sweet. <laughs> but we always hit it that way, don't we? It is just is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I suppose we're not done with winter yet, right? We are I'm not. looking up the weather now. We are not. It'll be fine. I knew it was supposed It'll to get be. colder, but. Yeah, yeah. And oh, it's not going to be that bad. No, and it's always fun to just be with the girls, right? Girls you weekend. You said this weekend? Oh, it must be just up north because down here it's still in the, in the 30s. Nighttime, though, like wake-up temperatures. I heard Chris on Channel 4 tonight say it's going to feel like zero on Saturday. Oh, maybe the, the wind chill, because mm-hmm. otherwise it's like the teens and the 20s for lows. So, so when we're up there, it'll probably feel like 20 below, and we'll yeah. be out there in the woods, you know? Yeah. So it'll be good. We're tough. We're used to it, you know? Yeah. So well, it'll be fun. Hopefully Go we'll for find it. some cool stuff. Yeah, for sure. So who's our guest tonight, Heidi? Yay, we have a returning guest with us tonight. We have Mystic Marla back with us. And I think this is your third time on the show, Marla, right? Yeah, yeah. it is. Yay, welcome. I hope I'm not going to be held to what I talked about the last two times. <laughs> there <might be> <laughs> <I> don't know. <laughs> no, we're going to start fresh. Every show is a new show. Uh, so we're just going to we're going to play it by ear tonight. But um, we're so excited to have you back because every time we have you on the show, everything you talk about is so interesting and it's there's so much more to this than I ever would have imagined and Mm -hmm. your your way of doing palm readings and what you incorporate into them is just really interesting so it's always fun to talk to you about this oh thank you and I um I had trouble not jumping in when you were talking about the increased activity in in what you're doing because um the longer I do palm reading, the more um, connections I make between what other readers and intuitives and people who are sensitive to spirits do. And and that is very exciting. I have some things to say about that if you want to talk about it later. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm putting your website up here on our chat room. Yeah. 
so that people well, have. I think the more the more you're involved in this whole field, the more things happen, right? The yeah. more intuitive yes. you get, mm-hmm. the more sensitive you get, the more you know. You just it's out there, right? So it's yes. fine. it's an amazing eye-opening world. Let's just put it that way. Agree. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, one of the one of the more um, interesting coincidences. Uh, I moved into my apartment. It's been about probably about a year and a half ago now. And I don't know if I shared this story already, but I'm very careful about who I tell what I do for a living, right? Mm-hmm. Because you never know who you know your neighbors are going to go. Eh, she's a little yep. off, right? We don't know. <laughs> so I'm. I'm out walking by my apartment and I'm chatting with one of my my neighbors as I was bringing the dog back in and uh, we said hi and the second time she engages a little more and we chit chat and I said do you work from home you know I see her she goes oh yeah I'm a I'm a therapist she's a therapist and um and she goes and what do you do long pause while I think about whether I tell her what I do and I thought you know I feel safe enough I said you know you know this may seem a little odd but I'm a professional palm reader and her eyes get big and she goes really she goes I like to investigate ghosts and I'm a ghost hunter oh for real I know yay directly across from me is that the coolest thing ever so we've you know visited with each other a couple times and we I, I've we've done some stuff around that that's just really fun, you know. And who mm-hmm. knew? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah like it attracts like. I think so. I think so. And the people that you feel most comfortable with are probably doing the same things you do too, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. It yeah. is what it is. That's very cool. Well, good. So you found each other, and that's we did great. well, and we um. Along with that, um, as you're talking about the increased activity, what I've found um, in my own intuitive psychic skills is that I am, I'm, I don't ever put myself out as a medium per se, but I do engage with spirit in various ways, right? Without getting too much on a tangent. And one of the things I've noticed is I've been getting more I'll call them hits during my readings that don't make a lot of sense during the reading. And I always jot down notes for my clients, but I will frequently get hits about little things that mean something to them from somebody that's passed. And that has definitely been much more common over this Mm. last year, Mm. which I think is interesting. So I don't know what do you mark your increased activity down to? Do you have any, instinct or gut about that or you know I always wonder if it's associated with some of the you know astrological happenings too you know and just the the earth energy shifting Mm -hmm. and you know I mean and I don't do that you know we were actually talking about that before the show that right you know I don't do astrology you don't do it I mean Mm -hmm. so it's kind of that mystery to us that I think could probably give us some kind of answers you know with you know, how stars align, planets align, and the energy shifts because of that, that kind of opens things up Mm -hmm. here. Um, There's other things, too, that I think, you know, are a factor in it that we probably can't wrap our minds around. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot of answers when it comes to that, because I don't know, it just feels like it, there's just this ebb and flow to it that Mm -hmm. um, in a, in a way it feels super, it's like natural, but um, 
I don't know what it, like how to, I don't know if I could actually make it happen, you know, so I don't think it has anything to do with me, you know, doing anything. It's just something else is happening. Right. Right. And we just kind of, you know, my circles, we just kind of say the veil has thinned, you know, mm-hmm. for whatever reason we're connecting. Yeah. And, um, and then the other thing that I was, you know, biting my tongue on trying not to interrupt you while you were doing your, your discussion at the beginning. And I don't think I've talked about this here before, but um, to my knowledge, I'm the only one that, that kind of has discovered this fingerprint because when I do my um, literature reviews and try to search it out and, you know, my different sources, there is a fingerprint that I found that's um, associated with people who can sense spirit. Have we talked? Mm. No. No, it's, um, and it may be something a little bit hard to describe where people are only listening, but there are, you know, several different types of fingerprints and the most common fingerprint that I see all day long as a palm reader are loops and those loops open towards the pinky side or the ulnar side of your hand. I see a lot of those. Um, The second most common are probably whorls and whorls look like a little target and then after that are arches. Arches look like almost like layers of earth, right? And I don't see those quite as often. And then um, a very rare print is called a tented arch. It looks a lot like an EKG spike with lines that run over it. And those are very rare. And when you do see them, uh, they're, they're almost exclusively, according to the literature that I've read, on an index finger. And mm. so I will occasionally see a tented arch on an index finger. Well, I have in the course of I'm going to ballpark my number of readings around 2,000, maybe more, between 2,000 and 2,500. And in about, I found this in about 10 people. Again, I don't keep records, and I probably should, but I don't, mostly for confidentiality purposes. But in about 10 of my clients, um, I found a tented arch on the middle finger. Wow. Um, it's not very common, but I, I have seen it and I'm like, I've had to quiz them out to kind of put together what it might mean. And in almost all of them, they have a much stronger sense of energy and spirit or dark energy than anybody else that I read for. And the minute I see it, I'll just straight up ask them now, do you see ghosts? Do you sense spirit? And at least nine out of 10 of them, are, their eyes get huge and they're, they're like, how do you know? And it's that oh. that fingerprint. And so I'm always yeah. interested in, you know, in people that do what you guys do, for example, if they have that fingerprint. So, yeah. 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 It's interesting because before our show, I was brushing up a little bit. This is one I bought one of the books that you were uh, recommending when mm-hmm. you were first on our show. Um, oh, interesting. I don't know. I, that I, oh, I, Johnny Hintram. That's one of his newer ones, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I bought, cause I remember you said the art, the author's name. So I bought one of his yeah. books and I was actually reading about tent, tented arches, uh, on, uh, so it's funny that you brought it up because there's all sorts of interesting things in here. Uh, but tented arches was in there and I thought, Oh, that's, that's kind of cool. I mean, there's so many things in here too, but yeah, that's, that's yeah, cool that you brought it up. A great resource, a great resource. And in his books, and I would doubt that it's changed. He only talks about them on the index finger. Yeah. And I actually, I've emailed him 
a couple of times about other things I'd found in the hand early on when I was professionally reading probably eight or nine years ago, but he does not talk about that middle finger tented arch. And in palmistry, the middle finger, um, astrologically, it's um, related to Saturn, right? And Saturn's kind of about dreaming and that sort of thing. But in other circles, the middle finger is the finger of rules and regulation and convention and spirituality, like religion and what you like mm-hmm. for religion. And so it's interesting to me that when that tented arch is on that finger, spiritually speaking, it is a stronger connection with spirit. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Well, huh. it is. That is yeah. interesting. I do have that on my finger. Can I just say? On your index finger? A tented arch? It's right here. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I would love Yeah. That. If you can see, I have my flashlight out. I'm looking. <laughs> I was too. I've got my flashlight on my phone. And that's the my only God, aren't we funny? The only downside of having you on our show, Marla, is because Stephanie we and I end up staring more... at our own hands and then we stop talking, <laughs> which is terrible for radio. <laughs> right? I know. Well, and some people have like hybrid fingerprints and it's hard to tell. Is it a loop? Is it an arch? You know, I, and I've come up with some funky names for those combo ones. I call a loop and an arch combo a larch. <laughs> you know? Oh, a because, larch. Because it can be a kind of a combo of the traits that you would see and yeah i would guess if were one of you talking about being um wiccan sorry if i'm calling you out on anything no that's okay that's one of our other co-hosts is a wiccan priestess yeah and Mm -hmm. i will find in people who are drawn towards that um spiritual practice they tend to have more arched fingerprints Mm -hmm. than I mean, not always, but frequently they will have more arches and they love ritual and um, that sort of thing as part of their spiritual practice. And so, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I'm going to have to go now because I mean, now after the show, not now, but I'm going to go through (laughs) and look and see what all of my fingerprints are compared to the book here and just see, because it's very hard to see in this lighting that I'm in. Right. So. And I should have brought it in. Well, nobody else could see it but you guys anyway. But I use um, a lighted magnifying glass. Oh, yeah, that would be handy. Because there's, for some people who have very um, fine skin, and the, it's, it seems a little counterintuitive, but the closer together the fingerprint ridges are, the skin ridges, the smoother the skin and it, mm-hmm. their skin can be so fine and the ridges so compact that it makes it really hard to see the fingerprints. And mm-hmm. I would, I would say probably I get a higher num- number of those very sensitive people getting a palm reading. Um, and so the, I need the magnifying glass and a bright light. And sometimes I wear like Mr. Magoo bifocals so that I can yeah. kind of hone in and see the detail. But mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what just popped into my head? I'm curious if you've ever heard of someone, and maybe they would never talk about it because this would probably make the, a police department look bad, but using someone's fingerprints to give like a profile through like the police department, has that happened? Are you aware it of it? That's not. Not and that I you're aware of. Not that I'm aware of. Um, and I have had a couple of people when I say I'm going to look at your fingerprints, they get a little, you know, they get a little nervous. And in an 
you know, if I had an ideal setting where I could take all the time I wanted and um, do these readings, I would do a palm print for everybody like Johnny Fincham has in his book. He has these beautiful palm prints where you can mm -hmm. see. Um, in reality, that is just really hard to put into a practical type of thing. Sure. And so I just look at each individual print with my magnifying mm -hmm. glass. But if I had their fingerprints on file, I suppose, um, <laughs> yeah, you never know. I just, I wonder, it'd be cool. I mean, you know, as, wow. as systems develop, if, you know, police departments are like, hey, you know, I wonder if we could get information off of people's fingerprints to do like profiling, like maybe someday for the mm -hmm. FBI, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I do sometimes, it doesn't happen very often. I'm pretty... I try to be delicate and fairly diplomatic when I'm talking to people about the hard stuff, but uh, recently read for a couple and um, he did have a lot of hand features of somebody that had an awful temper and some other things. And so I'm, I was very careful, right? When I said, you know, I think you can be a little feisty and you've got a lot of Mars energy and mm -hmm. I kind of eased into it. And we were able to talk between us then about that tendency. And he says, you have a very nice way of saying it, but I can be a real a-hole. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, ah. you know, it shows up. And so it, in a way it's nice. If I could look at everybody's hands and get some idea, I would, you know, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I always say if I were a team leader or a manager and I were choosing people to work for me, I would ask to look at everybody's index fingers and thumbs because oh. there's just so much information about your leadership ability and your will and your drive and your strength that it, it matters. Oh. Can yeah. you imagine yeah. going on a job interview right. and the interviewer, you see your potential boss, yeah, they want to do a palm reading on you before you get hired. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I bet there's not a lot That's of people awesome. that would tolerate that, honestly. Yeah. But I, I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> and this may be more information than we need, but I'm pretty sure none of them are listening. So um, at my age, I've started dating again, you know, over this last year. And, you know, eventually, if not straight up, they know I'm a, a palm reader. And you can get so much out of the, you know, the body language, you know, if they're sitting there with their hands in their armpits, <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> there's something they don't want me no. to know, right? No. Yeah, and yeah, and eventually I do look at everybody's fingerprints and hands, you know. Do you, yeah. do you, I mean, do you use that to disqualify someone from, you know, the dating pool? I have not yet done that. You know, there's would never you? been anything so scary. Heck yeah, I would. If I thought they <laughs> yeah, had that you? bad energy, anger issues, mm -hmm. um, I, have, I would not be a good fit, for example, with somebody who had um, a very earth-based hand with very coarse skin. And I don't know if I've talked about that. That's kind of the entry-level palm reading is feeling the texture of somebody's skin. And the best place to do that is right smack in the middle of the palm where it's kind of hollow. And I use mm -hmm. my ring finger pad from my hand to feel that area. And um, I would guess you guys both have very silky to a maybe paper feeling skin, right? Mm -hmm. And my more, most sensitive people at Johnny Fincham will talk about this too. It will feel almost like silk 
And yeah. so, and I have that. I'm highly sensitive, like you guys. I'm yep. sensitive to smell and touch and all those things. And if I were trying to, you know, be in relationship with somebody who was very coarse, had very hard skin, very rough, very basic type of thinking, you know, mm-hmm. um, that just wouldn't be a good match for a sensitive woo-woo mm-hmm. princess in the pee like me, right? It, it, <laughs> yeah. it, I can see that. Yeah, that's a, that's a cool trick. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Mm. So now when I go upstairs after the show, I'm going to have to have my daughter show me her hands so I can do this and see what hers feel like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You'd be surprised. And, you know, one of the first things when I do couples readings, which I love couples readings, it can, it can really be helpful, I think, for, um, people to learn little things about themselves that aren't something they can just change, right? I think we expect Mm -hmm. if we point out a flaw in somebody, they can just fix it, right, as soon as we know Mm -hmm. about it. And, you know, that's not always the case if it's part of our disposition and our personality. And so when I point that sensitivity out in couples where it's usually the women that are the most sensitive, but not always. I have stories. Um, But, you know, and, and they're very, very sensitive, and they've got a much more rough individual who just doesn't get that delicate sense you know if we point that out sometimes it can help them you know meet in the middle mm-hmm. a little bit more wow mm-hmm. yeah so a little couples counseling i'm yeah. sorry i didn't hear what you said oh i think she said Uh-oh. couples counseling oh yeah well i always i say i'm not a counselor but i know my palmistry and Mm -hmm. you know and if it opens it up so if they need therapy i can say you know if this is really a problem maybe they need that nudge and i figure that's Mm -hmm. my that's where my uh boundary stops and starts yeah absolutely Yeah. yeah Okay, so we have a question that we'll do before we go on to commercial break here. So uh, Kathy in the chat room asked if getting an injury on the hand, say a burn or a cut, would that change the reading for the palm? Yes. And I don't delve into this quite as much as some readers do, but yes, it can. And um, let's take the index finger, for example. The... The style that I use will talk about if you have an injury that bends or shortens a finger, it will weaken the traits of that finger. So if you use the index finger for an example, because that one's frequently getting injured. Um, If you have a very strong sense of self and you've injured the finger, let's say cut the tip of it off and it shortens it. And I follow that back to the date with my client when it happened and if and ask them almost always if they had a little issue or a personality shift or they had a a hit to their self-esteem at that point Mm -hmm. they will go yeah it really did shift at that point and of course it depends on the hand as well so Mm -hmm. yeah and you can kind of do that with each um each finger and i may have touched on this um before but it's it's kind of like reflexology where you rub certain parts of the feet or the hands to affect change internally and i will talk about that with my clients where if they've got a a weakness in a certain part of their system or their makeup i will talk about things they can do on the outside of their fingers to help bolster that or help fix it from the outside in. And so Mm. the same would possibly go for a hand injury. If you rehabbed it, strengthened it, it might, in a woo-woo backward way, kind of help that trait within their body 
yeah. What if there's a burn or something that takes away the the character of the the prince or the palm or whatever? What happens then? Right. Well, that's a good question. And that would be something I'd discern depending on where it is on the hand. And it may just be that I say, oh, that fingerprint's obliterated. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. see it. And depending on where it is, um, it it may be that if I, that would be a, you know, I might get something intuitively. Sometimes I'd get a hit as to what that might have meant, or I might have to question them, you know, how did it happen? And it may be that I just can't read that fingerprint. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, I guess it's a bit of a lead in to, you know, people will ask me when I pick something up during a reading, oh, where did you see that, right? Which line or what dot? And because of my psychic abilities, I don't always have a dot or a line or a mark. And I will tell them, well, that's just, that's my intuition. And along with that, um, um, the, when I read, because I will read sometimes several times for the same person and whether their lines change or not. One of the ways my gifts work is that I will be drawn to certain parts of the hand where I'm like one reading, I might not even notice that line. And on another reading, I'm kind of pulled in and that's the, the more intuitive part of it. I always say it's kind of like reading a book. Um, If it's already been highlighted by a prior reader, then you're going to kind of be drawn to those highlighted areas. And for me, that's how people's hands are. It's like sometimes something just, I get drawn in. And that's my clue to talk to somebody about that particular area of their life, for example. Mm -hmm. Mm. And that's, I would not say that's what it's like for every palm reader. That's just how it works. Sure. Yeah. Cool. All right. Fascinating. Yeah. It really is. I mean, there's so many elements to this, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. That's why I just, I can't, I have to focus when we ha- interview I know. you because I, I want to just sit and look and then I forget <laughs> what we're talking about. Healing I, the hands. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Probably should go we on break. We are halfway through the show, so we need to go to break. This is the Gathering Radio Show here on the Para-X Radio Network. Hi, it's Tori DeVito. In every family, small conversations can make a big impact. Like when my dad shared his experiences as an alcoholic. Your honesty about that part of your life gave me a sense of integrity that I wanted to uphold in my own life. I wanted you to know from someone who's been in recovery more than 30 years now that hard work is what creates success, not alcohol or other drugs. I said it a lot, and I'm glad you took it to heart. Talk. They hear you. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. For a truly unique podcast experience, we have you covered. Spirit Bayou with C.J. Dunham airs live from the Third Coast in Southeast Texas on Tuesday and Fridays at midnight Eastern Time. Covering Creole folklore and folk magic to strange paranormal activity to new equipment for the field. C.J. Dunham is a Catholic swamp witch, a devotee to our Mother Mary in the Trinity, a true believer in our Lord, the Holy Ghost, and Christ. Peace be with your spirit and the spirits by you. Yeah. 
Dead Zone. I want to give a huge shout out to Shauna and congratulations on her new podcast, Exploring the Paranormal Perspective. You'll hear some amazing guests like me, whatever, paranormal and true crime stories, and more. Catch her Wednesdays at 8 Central on the Para-X Radio Network. Whether you're listening at home, at work, or anywhere, thanks for making Para-X part of your day. Your source for everything paranormal, Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. And we have Mystic Marla with us tonight. We're talking palm readings and all sorts of awesome uh, factors into all of it. I just, it's so interesting. Uh, so thanks for being with us tonight, Marla. Oh, you're welcome. I'm very happy to be here. So I was looking up some more information out of my book, right? And yeah. I wanted to ask you about... <laughs> the Uh-oh. no this is interesting because i had never heard it actually this this didn't come from the book actually i saw it online when i was doing a little bit of research but is there such a thing called a poison line not in my type type of reading no not that i know of i that's okay not i look for the other one is the mystic m i hear i just got an email from um a numerologist friend of mine asking about mystic m is that a thing and I'm like, no, not really. There are a lot of M's out there on people's hands that are not, don't have mystical gifts. So that, some of that, that's some of that old school stuff that okay. I found to be just not as accurate for me personally, right? And mm-hmm. so I don't pay attention to a lot of those. Yeah, even the mystic what, cross is another one, but go ahead. Okay. No, I was just, I hadn't heard of it, so I didn't know what it was. Right. And um so I've, I have probably, I don't know, 20 or 30 palmistry books, some very old, right? And even within four different books, four different palm readers, same basic marking, there will be four different interpretations on a lot of that, which is why I've done so much reading. And then you have to, it's, oh, you're going to hate this pun. It's a hands-on thing. It's, mm-hmm. It definitely <laughs> is. You know, I've you've got to actually look at the hands and you know the first several years of very concerted reading for me were finding a mark and then asking them is this true is mm. this true of you right and they'd be like nah not really or yeah i don't know and it was so hit and miss that it to me from a very you know actually reading the hand point of view was not that accurate mm-hmm. and there are things that are I've put together that are for me accurate when I do a reading, but a poison line, for example, I've never, never seen it show up. So, okay. Cool. Yeah. What it's supposed to mean. That's interesting. Well, I don't know. when yeah, I, I'm feeling deficient. <laughs> so when I was looking it up, uh, so I found just a little blip on it and what the, you know, poison line could mean and it was going towards some kind of like a, you know, malevolent nature or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. But then they're saying it could indicate sensitivities to allergies or negative reactions to foods or chemicals oh. or whatever. Oh, so that's what I call a via a via lascivia. Via okay. lascivia is a line in the lunar mount of the hand. The lunar mount is the mount by the wrist below the pinky. Mm-hmm. And a via lascivia is a very fine um, 
upside down U shape. And I will see that in people with allergies or uh, food sensitivities. And that is pretty accurate. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Frequently, I will see that. An upside down um, U. I don't have yeah, it's very fine. And it's sometimes even hard to see with the naked eyes. Oh, then I don't know. Yeah, you may. Yeah. I'm just looking by the light of my computer. <laughs> I know I had to look too because I have very a lot of allergies actually. Right. You know, so. <laughs> and there, there are some other lines. I don't know. It probably won't show up too much on mine. Like um, a spirit line. Uh, mm -hmm. That also I find to be fairly accurate. A spirit line will be again in the um, the lunar quadrant. That's that or the lunar mount. That's the fatty part of your palm towards your wrist below the pinky and the line will start low there and kind of head in a um an arc up towards the pinky and you guys can probably see it if if you look at my hand but i have a very faint spirit line and i i find that some of my folks that sense energy again will have that as well so you know they're just clues that i find to be very accurate but i've had to re repetition right and ask over and over to make sure that i'm willing to use that as an actual marker before i um mm -hmm. i take it as a accurate reading hmm. yeah very yeah. interesting all right very i just had to check on that because i saw it uh when i was doing a little research had to ask and was that a Johnny Fincham term, the poison? No. Oh, I was no, going to no. say, it didn't sound like him. Nope. He <laughs> yeah. saw it online or something, that. right? Yeah. Yeah, I rely a lot on his books and some other ones too, but his, you can trust most of what he says pretty, pretty closely. So. so how long does it take for you to give a reading? So I was to come in and have a reading. How long does it take? Right. Um, ideally an hour at least. Um, and for my people that I read repetitively for, I insist on a full hour. And, um, you know, I sometimes will incorporate a little tarot reading into that. But a good thorough reading takes that long to back and mm -hmm. forth. And, and I'm, a, as you know, for me being here now three times, I talk a lot yeah. and I talk fast. And so <laughs> I'm given a lot of information while they're there. And, you know, probably over half of my clients record it because it's a lot, you know, it's a lot to mm -hmm. absorb. Um, and that gives me time to back and forth when, when problems come up or when issues or, you know, hard things to talk about arise. And so I never yeah. want somebody to feel hurried. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say that people bring a voice recorder with so they can, you know, digest it later. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I a love lot. getting the feedback from people who will, you know, when we do this, I'll say what I say today may not click in the moment, but just let it soak in. And mm -hmm. and oh, so many times people will say, I was I woke up in the middle of the night and I remember that time that you were talking about and why it was so important and the fact that sometimes our you know we'll repress things into our subconscious but it's mm -hmm. showing up in our hand and it, it mattered in what's going on and this is kind of that woo woo um time fluidity thing that i find in palmistry where i will pick up a mark that happened in childhood for example but when it's lit up for me or when I'm drawn to that and I feel pulled to talk to them about it, you can bet it's an issue that is coming around the mountain again, right? Or it's up 
for them. And so that's that, you know, flu like I call it time fluidity, you know, why mm -hmm. it mattered and why I picked it up today. It, it matters, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when something traumatic happens to us, there's some kind of line or something that maybe shows up in our palms. Is that, is that basically what you're saying? Um, I'm sorry, Stephanie. Sometimes I have trouble hearing you. Wouldn't you repeat it? Yeah. So, so what you're saying is if something traumatic happens to us, sometimes it shows up in our palms as like lines mm -hmm. or marks or something oh, yeah. like, oh yeah, abnormal big, thing. big time. And oh, so many examples. Um, and it, it will, if something really bad happens, let's say a very traumatic loss of a loved one or mm -hmm. a really hard divorce, you know, and, and again, that depends on how sensitive a person is. Something that affects mm -hmm. me might bounce off of somebody else and not leave a mark. And I've right. said if I ever wrote a book, I would call it, that's going to leave a mark because mm -hmm. in the hand it does. And so we'll use that traumatic death as an example. Um, that might leave a, a mark, an island, or a bar line, or a break, a complete break in a line um, of the heart line, headline, lifeline, and fate line, if it's traumatic, enough, right? And um, in my style of palmistry, I will gauge time roughly along the lifeline. The lifeline is the one that starts above your thumb on the index finger side and travels around the mm -hmm. thumb ball down to the base of your wrist. And so I use that to roughly gauge time and I'm I'm probably accurate within a couple years in somebody's life. And so if I see a, a break or a, a mark across that line at a certain time in their life, I will look at the other lines and see how much of an impact it had and on which hand, because it can matter. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Personal problems tend to show up on the non-dominant. And then I can say, you know, at around the time you were 25, I'm seeing this. And sometimes I'll get a big intuitive rush of what that is. Did you lose a child? Did, you know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And then we can talk about and say, I can say, see, look, this is like a visual metaphor for this thing that happened that was very difficult for you. And the fact that I was drawn to that, sometimes I'll see that right at the start of a reading, right? Mm -hmm. um, and we'll talk and we'll go through the reading and then um, I will find something else. Maybe it's a physical ailment that they have. And I'll say, you know, this may be some blocked energy related to old unprocessed grief for example. Um, and then when we get towards the end and I start pulling tarot cards, it is very, very common for the tarot cards to pop up if they are indeed having an issue, like with unresolved grief, for example. And they'll say, you know, it's funny, this is the anniversary of when my son was killed. And it oh, just wow. gives us, you know, it'll give us a chance to kind of dive into that. And what might not be healed or what might be going on and then we can talk about that mm -hmm. wow yeah that's totally amazing well it's yeah. a privilege is what it is it's a mm -hmm. privilege to be able to dive into somebody's life like that and mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and the goal every reading that i do the goal is to um, make their life better somehow, right? To mm -hmm. move them forward, to help them to make choices that are better. You know, if it were just all dire negative prediction, it wouldn't oh, yeah. be worthwhile, right? It just wouldn't be useful. And so um, that's that's how I roll. 
So I'm curious, do lines, you've got what you got from the beginning or do lines appear like if there's a trauma? Right. Does, does, could a line now appear on the hand that wasn't there before? Yes. And so um, I always say fingerprints are stuck, right? You're born with those. You're not going to okay. change them. That's karma, soul, path, genetics, whatever you call it. The lines, on the other hand, the basic shape is pretty much set. Um, but yes, they fade, they grow, they lengthen, they shorten, they develop um, hits. And um I like to use the headline for this example because the headline, which is the middle line of the three, starts under your index finger and travels usually across your palm with a little curve. That one changes more quickly than the other lines. So if somebody's got some mental health issues, for example, they've got some anxiety, that line just doesn't look as strong. I will point it out and we'll talk about it and why that might be. And then we can talk about how they might be able to strengthen it, right? And so over time, and it might not be in a week or two or a month, but over a year, if your mental health strengthens or you gain focus or you feel better mental health wise, you can see that line strengthen. Mm -hmm. And that way I can give somebody something to look at as they're trying to improve that part of their life so yeah and the little ones and that's a lot of times why i don't pay a lot of attention to all those little scritchy scratchy marks here and there those come and go very quickly mm. and if somebody's very stressed and very busy they can have a lot of little lines because of the mental um mm -hmm. chatter for example mm -hmm. that might be going on and i see them two months later things have calmed down a lot of those lines have disappeared too so cool. that's just fascinating i think you know that these things come and go they you do. know who knew yeah, yeah. Who knew? i would have just thought you're stuck with what you got and there it is i know right yeah right? my kids used to say you get what you get and you don't throw a fit See? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and with the lines that is not the case and in fact um i don't know if let's see you guys might be old enough to have had this happen. But during menopause, for example, women, um, I can frequently see little bar lines on the fingertips mm -hmm. when they're kind of going through menopause. There'll be a lot of little um, horizontal bar lines at the fingertips. They're pretty common on thumb and pinky, but when they start showing up on every finger, you can bet it's some sort of an endocrine imbalance. Thyroid, mm -hmm. menopause, those are mm -hmm. the two biggies or just a lot of stress will yeah. stress your, your adrenal glands and cause those little bar lines to show up. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do have a lot of those too. I got yeah. That. Yeah. And you know, just a very busy, actually a really out. deep one right in that finger. Holy cow. Under index finger. Yeah. Yeah. This goes yeah. all the are way you, across. Yeah. And you might be in that either menopause, Perry, sorry, I don't know. Oh, no, a long time ago. Okay, hey, yeah. a factory so, closed down years ago for me. <laughs> right. And so sometimes it's just that high level of stress. It really does affect your adrenal gland, your cortisol level, and that will show up in that area. So sorry. I was going to say I'm hot smack in the middle of the of the fun fest, and I've got those lines up. The first, the only ones I don't have them on are my pointer fingers. 
Yeah. yeah, there you go. So, well, so, yeah. also, I also have hyperthyroidism, right? So really, well, high, that's right? why you have disease. it then. Yeah, that's the endo- what you just said, that word, endocrine. I can't pronounce it. Yeah, sorry. I should have used, yeah, hormones. <laughs> yes, hormones. Yeah. Cool. Well, very awesome. good. Oh, my gosh. Fascinating. Yeah, right now I'm going to sit there and stare at my hands all night, you guys. Yeah, I do. I've got People, a, yeah. I re- when I was first learning, you know, the fingerprint analysis, I'd kind of done the regular palmistry years and years before, but I that's I would be sitting on a, a flight or traveling somewhere, and I'd be looking at my hands, and I probably think there's something really wrong with her. <laughs> what, what is this woman doing? She's like staring at her hands. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, fascinating. So what I think is also cool is how you incorporate tarot with palm readings. So how does that work exactly? Yeah, it works great for me. And I find it to be um, a little more specific. I like tarot because um, when I pick up something in the palms, the tarot is almost always right there with me to kind of help um, give a visual to my clients. When I read tarot, that's a little different, I suppose, than some tarot readers, but I like to sit with my clients so we can see the cards together. And mm-hmm. so when I'm talking about the symbology of how it ties in with their palm reading, it just gives them another visual. And um, I have a few YouTubes on this if people are interested, and I need oh, yeah. to get back to making YouTubes. Um, I went gung-ho for a while and then I kind of fell off the wagon, but I'm going to gonna get back to it. Um, a good example, palm tarot, for example, is when I read for somebody that's got a very stiff hand and they might have a lot of um, arched fingerprints, those tend to be my people that are very close with their feelings and guard, you know, how they um, talk about themselves. And mm-hmm. if it shows up in tarot, it will come out as um, the four of pentacles is a particular tarot card and it the picture on it is of a looks like a little king sitting in a chair and he's holding a coin over his heart and it's got his feet on them and that one is kind of the picture of somebody guarding their heart right guarding their heart guarding their money Mm -hmm. and so that would be my clue that this really is a problem for them and I can say you know I know you're very careful with your feelings and that's that's okay but if it's causing problems in your relationship you may want to work on that area a little bit and this is Mm -hmm. just a picture of what that looks like right Mm -hmm. so that's just one way um and sometimes there are things I don't pick up in the hand you know it's just for whatever reason that day I'm not I don't there's it doesn't bubble up to me out of the hand and i throw tarot cards down and all of a sudden i'm like oh i see something here that we didn't talk about over here um can you you know are you having problems in this particular area for example Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it just gives us another avenue and some specificity you Mm -hmm. know there can be some detail i get there that i don't get out of a hand Mm -hmm. yeah oh and the terminology um to stop me if you anytime I no, need to no, talk. No. Um, uh, I love that this um, terminology translates from astrology into palmistry and into tarot. And you will hear people talk about the elements, 
earth, mm -hmm. water, air, and fire. Mm -hmm. And I really like to use those when I'm talking to my clients, like about the shape of their hand or their qualities. Um, mm -hmm. And in Ayurveda, they use some of those same um, terminology. A fiery disposition is pitta, for example, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And so it gives me kind of a, a jumping off place to talk about their astrology and how it might relate to their hand. And the tarot cards use those same four elements. Swords are air, pentacles are mm -hmm. earth, uh, cups are water. And so it just it's just kind of a nice way of um, wrapping it up for people mm -hmm. and another way to kind of show the the common thread and all mm -hmm. those things. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I, I was reading the chat room. Kathy just posted a comment saying that you're breaking this all down nicely and making it very easy to understand. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. Thank you. But it's very, it's a very complicated thing. I think, you know, years well, in the making, you've been doing this for a lot of years. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, call me out. Call me. No, out. no, but I'm just yeah. saying, I don't think it's something you can just pick up, you know, by watching overnight videos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, but you're making it easy to understand, which is exactly. really exactly. fascinating. So, yeah. Thank you. And I, and I like teaching, you know, I do teach a palmistry class every now and then. Um, yeah, I enjoy it. It's part of the pull for me as being able to share that, that knowledge. So. Do you think someone who is not sensitive or intuitive at all could do well at palm reading? Yeah, 100%. I, I mean, you I do. have definitely have I mean I think they could be at least adequate right I mean okay. I think you can learn a lot from um it's like almost anybody can learn to read a book mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and if you have a good um resource to learn palmistry and just stick to what the lines say you can get a lot of information because mm -hmm. fingerprints are fingerprints they're not mm -hmm. going anywhere and and certain fingerprints have certain qualities so yeah i think you can do a lot of that in fact um i when i first learned to read palms years ago i was in my early 20s i had completely lost touch with my intuitive side i wouldn't have called it that Right. Mm -hmm. Because where I grew up, we didn't talk about that stuff. The woo woo. It was just my mm -hmm. overactive imagination or whatever. And it was so it was through doing more cut and dry palmistry where I realized, oh, I'm picking up stuff that is not a line or a dot. And that's mm -hmm. how I figured out that some of that stuff isn't that accurate. And when you learn a system that works for you or when you get a good resource like Johnny Fincham or some of the other, you know, books, then you can be a little more um, objective, I'm going to say, when it comes to the reading. Awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting how and even just when people are in the field of paranormal investigating, you know, they come into it thinking, oh, I'm not intuitive or I'm not sensitive or anything and then just the more you're around mm -hmm. this I think it helps open up what everybody has a natural sensitivity to some degree yeah um, a natural intuitive but doing something that's more in this field on a regular basis would definitely help open that up so mm -hmm. yes it was that it is my portal right hands mm -hmm. are mine and yep. for somebody else, it may be some, uh, you know, something else. And it, mm -hmm. and we talked about how our skills. I think in the early on, we were kind of talking about how you can it gets stronger as you mm -hmm. use. It. I I agree. I think 
And I, um, I think we learn to quiet down the chatter that isn't our intuition and is, you know, we just learn, right? And of course, yeah. there are practices that help that meditation, mm-hmm. taking good care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Very cool. Yeah, it is. So it's just fascinating, you know? Yeah, and I put I found your YouTube channel and I put it in our chat room. Put the link oh, to good. it. Yeah, those I'm gonna are have to I'm gonna really have to well. check it out too. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and I I do I do want to do more YouTubes. It's yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of work, Marla. You know, it is all a lot of work. work and yeah. editing and then going time. on. It's time that, consuming. Stuck my mm-hmm. tongue out and everybody can see what I'm wearing and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I like it. I'll be doing I'll be doing more. Yeah. I'm going to check them out too. I think it's just fascinating. So, oh my gosh. Well, this hour has just flown by. We have about, you know, a couple of minutes left. Marla, is there anything burning in your mind that you'd like to talk about? Oh, oh, there's so many things. Um, I think getting to know ourselves is really what the poll is. You know, when I have clients show up and the the first thing I needed to, to learn was my own self. Like you guys were saying, mm-hmm. You're looking at your hands and one of the first things you'll see a baby do right after they're born and they learn is they're staring at their hands because it's Mm -hmm. in their visual range and it's hands to me are your visible brain what we can see is a lot in here and so um i never get tired of it it's my passion i appreciate Mm -hmm. being able to talk about it all i want and uh yeah it's been good thank you I love right. it. I love Thank it. You. Maybe sometime we'll talk about foot readings. Does anybody do foot readings? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. Not my, not my jam. <laughs> no, nope. my feet are all wrinkly too, just like my hands. <laughs> yeah, they have finger, they have prints. That that textbook <laughs> that got me interested in fingerprint analysis had whole sections on toe prints. Oh, really? And, oh, yeah. And those can also be associated with various medical disorders, just like I can find heart issues in the hand. Yeah. Same thing with the feet. I know. Oh. I'm just not going there, though. I do not want no. to have to hold somebody's feet to no. read them. Nope. Thank you very much. Nope. <laughs> All right. Nope. Pass. <laughs> oh. Well, thanks so much for being on, Marla. This was so fun yes. and so educational. And just every time you're on, you know, not only do we spend scads of time looking at our hands, but we learn so much from you. So thank you yeah. so much. Yes. I'm glad. I enjoy it, too. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. We love having you on, and we're going to definitely have you back. Absolutely. Great. Absolutely. And everyone, we'll just, we have to say goodbye now. I'm pretty sure the music's going to start. So thank you for listening and have a fabulous rest of your week. And to all the troops out there who are listening, please be safe. And thank you so much for your service. And uh, thank you for everybody in the chat room. We appreciate having you here and your comments. Everybody out there listening to us, wherever you are, thank you for joining us. We love having you tune in. Para-X Radio Network. Thank you for hosting us. Sarge, the most amazing producer on the planet. Thank you for pulling this together. And just a reminder, everybody, beginning of April, we are moving to Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So don't forget, we're going to be making that move in a couple months. And uh, we'd love to to see you all there. Yes, absolutely. Good night, everyone. All right. Good night.